Welcome to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about our one reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here's Roberta. Welcome to Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes and I'm so happy you're with us today. This week, our topic is one that is near and dear to many of our hearts. Lots of people want to talk about whether and how our pets communicate with us after our deaths. And the answer is, as actually most of you know, of course, our departed pets communicate with us and they communicate in a lot of ways. But if you want to hear from your own beloved departed pet, then you really have to be aware of the kinds of signs that your type of pet is most likely to send. So we have a special, very special guest today, and she's with us for the fifth time. But before we welcome Karen Anderson, I want to tell you my own very favorite pet communication story. I've told this before, but uh, sorry, I'm going to tell it again, because this is this is a really, really important story to me. Not every pet that's really cherished and loved is a dog or a cat. This is not, by the way, a hamster story. You'll be glad to know. My own most wonderful pet of my life was my Morgan horse, Bo. I bought him when he was six months old, and I owned him until he was almost 30, and we had to put him down, and I was devastated. When I tell you that Bo was the love of my life, I, I, apologies to my husband of more than 50 years. Bo was in some ways kind of the love of my life. My middle child, when she was small, was the only other person he ever allowed to ride him. And he took very, very good care of my daughter, but he bucked everybody else off uh, but me. He bucked them off politely. You never actually saw him do it, but they always ended up on the ground. With me, though, and with Laura, he he was very, very, very careful. And he enjoyed carriage driving, actually, as much as he enjoyed being ridden by the two of us. So two nights after he died, he sent me a communication dream of carriage driving on our favorite dirt roads. There was a huge state forest right next to our house. And he, he took me one more time on those dirt roads. And that dream is full of communication symbols. It was a vivid, vivid communication dream. I remember it to this day. And he's been dead now, God, for I think it's 15 years, something like that. And wow, does he look gorgeous now. So I have promised Bo that I won't ride or drive a horse again until I can ride and drive my boy in the afterlife. And Thomas, as you know, is my spirit guide. And he is he has told me that he has his pro- we we have his promise and we have God's promise that Tom, when when my time to go comes I'm going to see Thomas standing there holding bow and I'm going to get to ride out on him that is my communication story and I don't think anyone can top it all of that is so vivid even 15 years after I had that dream it's vivid as if it had just happened last night so now <laughs> I'm going to introduce our very, very special guest today for the fifth time she's with us. And I've been begging her to come back for the past three years. She, she's been, she hasn't been with us for three years. She's told me she was writing a book and I finally said, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, we're about all of us to see her wonderful book. Karen Anderson is with us. And Karen is a wonderful, wonderful expert on animal communication She's one of those guests that went back when we she used to come to visit with us always after she was here. I would hear from people who loved hearing from her and they would ask when she was coming back. Karen Anderson is an award-winning animal communicator, evidential medium, and pet loss specialist. Her abilities were evident when she was a child, but they were surfaced during her law enforcement career. What an unlikely combination. Karen has documented her rather unusual journey from deputy sheriff to psychic with three books. Here All Creatures, The Amazing Afterlife of Animals, and her brand new book, Just About to Come Out. It's about now coming out, literally, as we speak. It's called The Pet I Can't Forget, Finding Hope and Healing with Signs from the Afterlife. 
And besides offering courses in animal communication, Karen now devotes her life to helping animals in need as the CEO and founder of Painted Rain Ranch, which is a nonprofit animal sanctuary. Her 30-acre ranch provides a final refuge to the pets no one else wants, the elderly, special needs, and abandoned companion animals that otherwise, otherwise, you know, might not find a home. Karen, welcome, my dear friend. We're so glad to have you back. Thank you so much. And what a beautiful story. And oh, I know exactly what you mean. Those dreams are so vivid and memorable, aren't they? Oh, unbelievable. It's in, And he's so beautiful now. I mean, he was a, a broken down old horse when, when out to pasture when he died. And wow, does he look gorgeous now. I love that. And you know, it's that you brought up some really important points there because when our departed companions visit us in our dreams, they're always whole. So whole in spirit, whole in body, you know, they don't, if they were missing a leg here in life, they have that leg. Beautiful and young. Yes. So it's good to see them. And, and usually they present themselves robust and full of energy and just having a good time because they are having a good time. They are having a good time. That's right. Yes. Yes. And that's one of them. And I've seen him one more time, actually. Have you? His head and neck. Um, oh. I was I, I was going through a, a difficult time. And just before I woke up, I got a hug from him, just his head and neck. He it, oh. he lowered his head. And there and his mane, he was a, usually the mane is on the offside. And 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 it, he was his main. He had a mane on on the left, beautiful thick Morgan mane, and and he was just gave me a hug. Oh, beautiful. I love that. I love it. I love it. And it's you know, I forget my dreams. You know, they may be on my mind when I wake up. I think, but that's a communication dream. You remember those yep. dreams? Yes, it's because they're real. They are real. It's, it's a real experience, and that's what real sets business. them apart from just some random crazy dream that we have where, you know, nothing really makes sense. But, you know, it's it's truly one of the most common ways that they will reach out to us because when we are sleeping, our brains are relaxed yep. and it's much easier for them to come through and get through atmosphere and get through our thoughts and get through our, you know, the things that make us crazy all day long. So often... We will say, oh, that couldn't be real. Right. But we aren't thinking that. When they're right nope. there, they nope. can hug us. They can, they can be familiar, do the familiar things that we're going to recognize. Yeah. He's, and he's I, I hear that so much that, you know, my clients will tell me or the readers who read my book say, I actually felt them hug me or I felt their fur or yes. I, I felt their, their warmth. You know, there's so many experiences in there you know there's touch there's emotions the there's just yes yeah the visual I mean it's really a visit it is you know absolutely really? real and we want that validation we want to know what did that really happen was that is that possible yes absolutely it is. <laughs> yeah. yes and you can invite them into your dreams you can say to them just before you go to sleep I would love for you to visit me in my dreams tonight or write a little love note to them and tuck it under your pillow, inviting them into your dreams. And they, some will come and some won't, but it's don't get your little feelers hurt. If you don't remember a dream or if you don't have one of these visits, like what we're talking about, because sometimes if you're grieving very deeply, that grief will block those memories. Isn't that you'll, sad, but it's true. Yes. That's right. you, you, you'll still have the visit. You just won't remember, like how we're talking about how memorable they are. So you have to trust that, that those things really happen and they are truly real. And the other important factor, and I know you can relate to this too because of your experience, those dream visits are always powerful, loving positive uplifting always yes they're nothing negative at all yep infused with love right i mean you could just Perfect. oh my goodness the love that's right right so if you have a bad dream or something that caused you to be distressed perhaps you 
thought your beloved companion was not okay or hurting or something like that. That is not a visit. Never, never. That's your subconscious. And that's you working through the different phases of grief and pain that we go through after a loss. So be sure to separate those two things if they do happen. Totally. Yep. A, that's right. Yep. A, a visit is always powerful, transformative, memorable, positive, and love infused. And there's never trauma. There's never anybody calling out or crying or in pain. Never, never, never. So that's right. That's right. Yep. So tell us all the wonderful things you've been up to in the past three oh, years. What did tell okay. us about Painted Rain Ranch? That sounds oh, amazing. Yeah, Painted Rain Ranch. I can't believe it's been three years. That kind of boggles my mind a little bit. Um, <laughs> I kept saying, come back, Karen. You kept saying, oh, I'm writing a book. Oh, my gosh. And it, it's been a crazy couple of years. So when I set out to write the pet, I can't forget, I fully intended it. I would tell everyone, oh, it's going to be out before Christmas. Well, I you guess I know. Never... Christmas, though, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to specify which Christmas. That's right. <laughs> so it's going to be out before Christmas. It will. Well, it will. Right. <laughs> it's just taken almost three Christmases to get here. Um, so in the meantime, while I was writing the manuscript, I decided that I wanted to fulfill a lifelong childhood dream of mine to open up a an animal sanctuary where I could bring all the animals that no one else wants, the ones that get overlooked, the ones that have issues or they're missing a limb or they have a health issue or you know, the, the, the most unadoptable, because that's, to me, they need love too. They deserve a forever home and a place to call, this is mine, and this is where I sleep, and I don't have to ever worry about being farmed out to another family or another home. You know, this is my sanctuary. So I created this nonprofit to give those animals a final refuge. They stay with me here on the ranch till their last breath. And they are part of my family. They There's no cages or kennels. They live with me. And we have beautiful gardens for them with raspberries and apple trees and pear trees and beautiful flowers. And there's over five acres just around the house that is protected and the cats can go outside if they want. The dogs can go outside if they want. It's just a, it's a sanctuary. It really is. It, it is beautiful here in Eastern Washington. So uh, I've also been very busy with that. So along with writing the manuscript, it's my pride and joy to say that I'm welcoming these most deserving animals. In. And, and we were very different than other rescues. We don't adopt out. So once I bring them in, they stay. It's a it's a forever kind of thing with me. That's beautiful. That's really, it's really beautiful. It is. It is a. It, it's amazing. It's so heartwarming. And what I how I find the adoptables is I'll go to my local shelters. Sometimes they just find me. I'll just go outside and there's somebody. It's like, oh, <laughs> who sent you my way? Um, but I will visit the shelters and I will go to the person in charge and ask them for the one who's been there the longest or the one who's been overlooked the most or the one who has no adoptions pending. And that's the one I bring home. Wow. Good for you. I mean, it's hard to do that. It, it is. It really is. Because there's so there many that responsibilities need. and yeah. responsibilities are hard to take on. Yeah. So medical bills up the wazoo. <laughs> sure. um, you know, I'm at the vet. That's all. That's all I do. It's like I go to the vet, I go get supplies and I go to the vet, but that's okay. You know, this is truly, uh, I keep them as comfortable as, as I possibly can. And they get, you know, five-star treatment around here and we roll out the red carpet for them. And, you know, they really are um, all beautiful. And, and, you know, trans they transform the ones that are so messed up in the shelter I bring them here and within a very short time, it's like, boom, they transform into this amazing, sometimes even their health issues go away. 
just the stress of being in a shelter environment or being unloved and having the love and support of a home. It's amazing. The transformation you have. Uh, right now we have 25 in my <laughs> care. Yeah. But that includes uh, chickens. Uh, yes, we have rescue chickens. Rescue we have, chickens. Um, we have a horse, we have dogs, cats, and uh, a few albino turkeys. Albino turkeys. Mm-hmm. Albino turkeys. Yes, the Are big one. Vegetarian. The pardon me. Are you a vegetarian? I'm a vegan. Yes. Oh. Yeah. This is a happy ranch. Everybody here <laughs> lives out their natural life. So yes, and uh, you know oh. we are. We are so fortunate to live in such a beautiful area. It's it's rolling hills. It's pine trees. It looks very, um, um, almost like a slice of heaven. It's, we, I live on top of a mountain. There's no neighbors around. It's a, a completely private, protected area. It's just beautiful. So, yes, they, they live very good lives here. I think that when you love animals, you become more and more and more as if you kind of find it harder to eat meat. Oh, you know, that's so true. I mean, I see it myself, too. I don't eat. I eat very little. I, I don't really have an aversion to it. I just don't eat it much. You know, I mean... I don't, and I think I noticed that in other, one of my children has become a vegan. Um, one of my daughters, the other isn't one, but she doesn't eat much meat. You know what I mean? It just sort yeah. of, it's a natural flow in your life. It says we, you get older, you sort of don't eat much meat. It is. And, you know, it's also, um, you know, personal choice for some people, it doesn't work. Um, I'm about 98% plant-based. I do have chickens. I don't have roosters. I just have the hens. And so we do have farm fresh eggs here. And then I do, um, I do get local honey. I know where they are. I know the field that they're in and they're not abused bees or anything like that. So I know they're happy bees. So, um, I, I stick to that plant-based diet. And it just makes me happier. And, you know, I understand it's a personal choice and you have to do what's right for you. And I understand there are some medical issues that prevent people from doing that. But for me, it was an easy decision. Very easy yeah. decision. I, I, yeah, I mean, I sort of think I'm going in that direction. I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I sort of don't feel that I can go all the way for health reasons if no other reason, but yes, kind of am going in that direction myself. Yes. Yes. My doctor loves it. She's like, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Cholesterol levels are, you know, off the charts good. And overall health is so good. So um, yeah, it's, it's just the best choice for me. And and again, I don't judge anyone. No, I feel the same way. I, it's up to, um, other members of my family are pretty much carnivore that don't eat anything else but meat. So <laughs> you, you really can't, uh, you really can't, you have to let people do whatever feels right to them. And- right. And you'll love this, right? So for the ladies out there who can relate, um, uh, my husband decided that he was going to go vegan with me. He says, you know, cook, cook me whatever you're cooking. I'll eat whatever you're eating. Well, he lost 30 pounds and I gained 10. So how does that happen? I don't even know. (laughs) Uh, What? Oh, why? Not fair. (laughs) Yeah, that isn't fair at all. Well, uh, what I have found is the only thing that works for me to, you know, sort of gradually lose weight, and it's worked really well, um, is is, um, just to... They what do they call it? Um, um, I, I just eat during a very narrow period of the day. Oh, uh, the um, intermittent fasting. Yeah, intermittent fasting. And I'm, I don't eat until eleven, and I stop eating at like five thirty-six. That's it. 
and I don't eat in between at all, not not any not a single calorie, not even drinking a calorie. And that has worked. That's the only thing that works. That works for some people. I turn into a crazed lunatic if I do that. So that doesn't work well, for me. Given that I am already, you know, reasonably crazed, it hasn't affected <laughs> that at all. I mean, nothing changes there. Right. But my body totally forgets about food after five or six at, at night. And it doesn't even think about food until after 11 in the morning, at which point it says, uh, excuse me, it sort of taps me on the shoulder and says, have you forgotten something? But until then, it doesn't even care. It doesn't want me to have breakfast at all. So that works. And I've gradually, I think I'm down two sizes or something. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's awesome. Over a year. Yeah. It's it's been good. I mean, it's the only thing that works. I've tried every diet other than that. And all they do is make me want to eat more. Exactly. So. Yep. It's like all you do is think about how hungry you are. And yeah. All the, yeah. All the so that works for me. <laughs> but, but anyway, we're supposed to talk about animals. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about your new book. Yes. I, by the way, I thought we're, all, we're, we're going to put all three titles in the materials for this and and I think that um, your other books are great too. So let's Thank talk you. about the new one, which I haven't even seen. Usually, I've read the book by the time I get to, to to interview whoever wrote the book. So tell me about about the new one. Most people feel this way: the pet I can't forget. Now, people who have had forty two dogs and seventeen cats can't forget any one of those. No, know? it's so, it's not it's not a rule. It's it's just you know, it's just there's, the way it is. You just it can't is. forget there's, any of them. They're all yeah, we, they're all special, right? I mean, and, yeah. and um, I I really feel like we love them all, mm-hmm. you know, so deeply, so dearly. But there tends to be just one, you know, like for you, it was Bo that just. Yeah, well, that's true. But he's the only horse I've. Well, he's not the only horse I've ever owned. I've owned a lot of horses, but he's the only one I owned from a baby. He was six months old. And we he moved with us to Florida. He moved with us to Texas. So he that's, but it wasn't just longevity of ownership. It was more that he was the he was actually a human being. You know what I mean? He was. That's what I'm talking about. There's yeah. there's really usually you know we love them all equally. They're so important to us, and I'm not downplaying the others at all. I'm just saying that there just seems to be one that holds the key to our heart and soul. And that's what kind of inspired me. I was like, gosh, I've had all these animals and I've lost all these animals over the years. And I've loved them all so deeply. But I I wondered about why is there that one, or if you're lucky enough, more than that, that has this, we have this inexplicable connection. And I wanted to visit that and dig a little deeper and in that, I found that my readers are also feeling the same way. Like I hear this all the time. It was the love, love of my life, my soulmate. You know, this, this beloved companion was my whole world. I don't know what to do without them. And it really is um, devastating beyond words when they leave their bodies and we have to go on without them in physical form. And the way for me is through their healing signs, their messages from the afterlife. That's what gets me through those dark days, the loss, the pain, the grief, and all of that, which follows after a loss. So that was the the direction I wanted to go to help people see that our beloved companions are sending us signs, some almost, some before they leave, they're sending us signs. And I wanted to help highlight those so that you know where to look, you know what they are, and you can embrace them and not think it's your imagination or wishful thinking or coincidence. I hear that a lot. Oh, is it just coincidence that this? You know, it's really, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's so the most amazing things they can attribute to coincidence. The sun stopped in the sky for two hours. Right. No, just a coincidence. No, no. <laughs> and I write back to him, I go, are you crazy? That's not a coincidence. That's a sign. <laughs> 
Never discount those things. Oh my amazing. God. The most you know, amazing thing. I saw thing four dogs in a row that looked identical to my dog with spots all in the same place. But that was just a coincidence. Right. It's like, no, not coincidence. <laughs> so this book is truly um, an in-depth look into those amazing connections we have, the incredible signs they send us from the afterlife, how they send them, um, where to look for them. And sometimes uh, they're in really strange places. Sometimes they're very obvious, like a big, I call them sky signs, the rainbows, the shooting stars, those amazing prisms that you see up in the clouds. Um, you know, there's there's big signs and there there's teeny tiny little signs where you just maybe see a little movement out of the corner of your eye, but when you look, there's nothing there. So this book highlights all of those different types of signs and how you can look for them, how you can raise your vibration to receive more signs. And the whole book is full of actual stories. I love it. Of, I love that. Yes. Part. Yeah. People um, need to be signs. able to read that. Oh, that person really got that. Yes. From the, from, I mean, yes. what I just said about Bo, all real. That all really happened to me. I wouldn't have believed it, but it did happen. And I'm I'm a skeptic about a lot of stuff, but I swear. And if I told you all the specific things that were in that dream that were real and the things that horse did when he was alive that I would have never seen a horse do. I mean, he was a human being in a horse body. I get it. It's incredible to me. I get it. I, I get it. And that's it's. It's so uplifting. It's there's sad stories. There has to be. It's about the loss of a companion. Of course, there's going to be sad stories, but there's so much hope and healing in every single story. They're so uplifting. It's you just you cannot. I was shocked. I I interviewed 50 clients for this book and I got their stories on Zoom as they were telling me their stories uh, my eyes are this big my mouth yeah, drops open isn't that great oh isn't my gosh wonderful. and I'm typing away and oh my gosh so yeah, I was blown wonderful. away I was blown away so if I was blown away just imagine and I've seen it all done it all I've been conducting sessions for yeah. you know, 26 oh, years wonderful some of these stories are just mind-boggling they are so incredible and, and Roberta the most important thing is how healing signs are they transform us they help us realize they, do. they truly do our pets are not gone I was so I was bereft before I had that dream after that dream I didn't even grieve for him I knew I know. how happy he is I know that's what I'm talking about it's like it it's not a grief book you know total transparency here I'm not a grief expert I certainly have been through grief many, many, many times. I lost eight of my own animal companions while I was writing this manuscript. So you were wondering what took me so long. Well, every time I would finally get to where my head would clear and I could sit at the keyboard again, I'd lose another. So, you know, there went Karen's writing ability right out the window. And and I'm I'm a private griever. I go away. I disappear. It's like, don't talk to me leave me alone. I just want to be with my other animals and I withdraw and I don't vocalize it. I don't go out there and say, you know, this happened to me. I just want to be left alone. So eight times I lost somebody while that I deeply cared about while I was writing this. So as I'm writing, I'm like, (laughs) tears, tears pouring down, but it was, it was so helpful for me writing it to see all of this and these incredible stories with these amazing signs that it's just cements at home that they're not gone. They're with us. They're around us. The afterlife is is here. Our, Our companions know what's going on in our lives. They see things that we're doing. They check in with us. They keep tabs on us. They're not with us all the time, but they're, they're, mostly with us they're where they want to be the most doing what they want to be and they can be in more than one place at one time so there's so much going on there and once you open yourself up 
to the possibility that yes, you can receive a sign. Yes, the signs are all around you. No, it's not coincidence. And this is how you know the difference between coincidence and a sign. Amazing things happen. I had one of my volunteers, she read the draft and she called me back and she said, Karen, you're not gonna believe this. I'm getting goosebumps right now, just telling you the story. She hadn't gotten a sign from her dog in years. He passed away about 10 years ago. After she read the manuscript, she went down to the harbor to meet her daughter for dinner, took a random picture of the sunset, went home and looked at it. And in the cloud, cloud formations was the exact outline of her dog wearing the harness that he used to wear because he had a neck injury. So he wore a harness, spitting image. It was amazing. And she said, yeah. had it not been for your book, I never would have looked for this. I never would have seen this. It would have, I would have completely missed this opportunity to see this huge sign. So ever since then, she's had incredible things happening to her. It has opened the door for more signs to come through. And that's what I'm so excited about is for the readers to go, wow, yeah. this can happen. This is really real. And then that starts happening to them. Yeah, it's really wonderful. In the in in my book, the fun of staying in touch, there are a lot of stories, real stories about animal signs that I was hearing from people at the time. I was doing um, more appearances then that I I don't don't do them anymore. But people would just tell me stories because I was talking about animal signs when I would do speaking engagements. A lot of people get get animal signs. And they don't share them much. But if you open up and get people to open up to you, wow, you get all kinds of great stories. Yes. And then the the uh, the end of the book, or the, the last part of the book, I should say, has about, I think there's about 12 or 15 stories that were actual sessions that I conducted. And the messages that came through were so amazing that... I didn't necessarily know at the time, because when you're in a session, you're in that moment in the session, then the client hangs up and they call you later and go, you won't believe this, but you know, one of those things. So the last, the last part has actual afterlife sessions that are just mind blowing that I couldn't believe it. When I heard back from some of my clients, sometimes for the first time I heard back as to what some of the messages meant because when you're when you're having when you're conducting a session you you're you're channeling this information so you're not really thinking about the information it's you have to relay it so fast and and, and so accurately to the client that you're not you're not worried about okay does this make sense it you know it, does this apply to them you're just getting the information to them as purely as you can and then after you close the session down you can kind of come back into yourself and think about it and then you hear back as to what that actually meant to them wow and like I said even for me and I've heard it and seen it all that some of these stories were just incredible the messages the accuracy the amount of detail how transformative taking someone from the brink of not even wanting to be here anymore yeah, that's what that's the part that gets me when they say that they don't want to live. Um, yeah, and getting I mean, them on let's the go on with our lives here. We've yes. got a lot of work to do, and and just one teeny tiny little sign that you or I would think was so insignificant that we might have not shared had we not been, you know, uh, more experienced to know you got to share it if you got it if you received it you got to share it. And yet that transforms them and takes them to a completely different level. It doesn't make the pain go away. Nothing makes the pain go away. Nothing. That's life. That's part of the relationship and the experience we have with our pets. I have people writing to me all the time. Nothing will take my pain away. What do I do? I can't take your pain away. I'm, I can't do that. I can't take my own pain away. But... Signs from the afterlife definitely help you kind of lift up a little bit into a better place where, like you said, the grief 
kind of minimizes. Oh my goodness. Point. When I, when I had that trip with Bo and I was driving him again and it was so real, my pain went down to about 2% See? from a, from 150%. Yes. In that yes. one so, experience, I swear. Yes. And I, I was, I knew I, because I already know there's an afterlife. So I knew he was going to be waiting there and I couldn't wait to drive him again. Right. And right. He was, he liked being a carriage horse, even much better than being a riding horse. And Did so he? he said, we're going to do this again, my dear. <laughs> I said, I can't wait. It's, it's amazing how, how much of a difference it'll make. Wow. And, and how healing. Such a difference. It's healing. It heals us. It doesn't change what happened it doesn't make no but he was the, so old he was he was no use to himself never mind anyone else and he right. wanted to go he couldn't get up that morning you know he just couldn't even get up he was he was full of arthritis he was just very old he was nothing yeah. his life was no use to himself anymore right and now yes. he's beautiful that was the point he wanted to make Look what I can it, do again. I'm 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 having fun again. Yes. It's wonderful. It's amazing. Well, and and yeah. it's so possible for everyone, even though not every animal will send an obvious sign or a dream visitation. You know, if you start to become more aware of what's happening around you and just what I call raising your vibration, you yes, raise your vibration. Absolutely. That's yes. That's very important. Yes. And anyone can do it. Believe me, if I can do that, do it, anyone can do it. You raise your vibration <laughs> <laughs> and you say, you know what? I'm open to this. I want to receive. I'm excited. You know, I want to connect. And you set your intention and amazing things can happen. And that's what this book is really about. It's, it's, um, it's about the, the healing journey that we take. And how one little sign from the afterlife changes everything and it puts us in a everything. Everything. whole different, yes, a whole different perspective. So story after story after story, lots of stories, lots of uh, evidential messages and what that did for the, the client who belonged to that particular companion. And I do want to put a little disclaimer out there. Uh, as I was coming up with the title, you can imagine, you know, all the really good catchy titles are already taken. So um, I was trying to think of, you know, what what would be a good title? I'm not a fan of the word pet. I just want to put that out there because I think they're that doesn't really define them. To me, they're the love of my life. They're family. They're, you know, pet is kind of a a little bit of a condescending word. So um, I just want to share that uh, with algorithms and search engines and all of that, I was really limited. So it I chose that rhyme for the with forget the pet. I can't. It forget. rhymes with forget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's my yeah. little disclaimer because I know I'm going to catch some heat with people saying, "Hey, my animals aren't pets," and it's like, well, mine aren't either, but it rhymes with forget and. When people are searching for pet loss books or whatever, they put in the word pet. A lot pet. of people use the word pet. That's true. Yeah. That's so, true. Uh, and I also don't believe in the word owner. I will never call us the owner because I think if anyone owns anyone, they own our hearts and our souls. Yeah. Not the other way around. I think they're, I, I call us. I never thought of it. You're right. That's a very hard, what are they? There are, they're, I don't know. They are. Owner, so you know you can own a car or own a piece of property or you know, but come on, our animals aren't property; they're living, breathing things. So I call us their moms and dads. We are their caretakers. I, I don't. I'm, the thing is, I just think of him as my dearest friend of my. He's the closest friend I've ever had. So, owner doesn't. You won't see that word in my book. You will see the word pet, but just remember, I had very limited things I could get to rhyme with forget. Oh. Yeah, that that's hard. You're right. I That's a hard thing to talk about. 
It is, it is. And, you know, we don't call them our animals, do we? We don't say animals. That's almost no, like... I don't think of them as an animal at all. My dog, my cat, my my sweet angel, you know, <laughs> we have all these little terms of endearment for them. But that would be really hard on a book cover to get that on there. But um, so I'm really excited. I think this book is going to be so helpful to those who are anticipating a loss you know, maybe their companion isn't doing real well and they just want to be more grounded uh, during their time together. And as the final days approach, a great book to help you understand, you know, what the animal goes through. And um, I don't want to spoil anything that's in the book, but there's a little surprise in there about how the story is told. So I'm not going to spoil it. Going to have exciting. Okay. Going to have to read it. But yeah, there's a little twist in there. Uh, the, the twist. The first, the first oh, part. Right. Yeah. The end is is um um kind of normal. I'll call it normal, but the the main bulk of the story has a twist to but it. But there's a twist. There's okay. a twist. Yes. Well, this book will be coming out very, very soon. Yes. Very soon. A pet I can't forget, but it's not a pet. Um, <laughs> finding hope and healing with signs from the afterlife. And, and the, the other books were terrific, easy to read, and very, very helpful. So Thank I'm you. sure this one will be too. And it, by, by the time that you are hearing us talk, that book should be available on Amazon and wherever fine books are sold. So um, I urge you to read it. And we are, we've are we come to the end of our time, Karen. What do you want people to take away from our conversation today? I want them to take away that uh, it's not the end. It may seem like the end when you've lost the love of your life or a beloved companion. But I promise you that they are with you. Every single day, they're in their favorite spots. They're seeing everything that you're going through. They want you to live a full and happy life. They're not grieving. You're grieving, but they're not. No, and they can see you. That's right. Yes. And truly, there's nowhere else they'd rather be than with you. So it's not the end. It's actually just the beginning of the next part of your connection with them and embrace that. You are a good caretaker. You are a good mom and dad embrace that they are they're never going to leave you you guys are stuck with each other <laughs> right oh my dear biggest biggest hug i'm so glad we had you back of thank course you. and i will want to have you back again so i'll be in touch about that thanks so much and one last plug i do have a free mobile app it is uh, downloadable in the app store or google play it is called pet loss hope and healing and it has all kinds of afterlife insight and animal communication, all kinds of good stuff. So check that out too. It's called Pet Loss. Pet Loss, Hope and Healing with the and sign. Pet Loss, Hope and Healing. And um, beautiful support. If you need help or struggling, it has really uplifting, supportive afterlife insights and ongoing um, animal communication. There's even free training for animal communication it has lots of, lots of great resources too. And you can, and, can just get that in the app store. Yes. And if anyone would like to schedule an afterlife session or a pet session, reach out to me because I work with uh, several outstanding colleagues that have done sessions for me that have blown my mind. So, and it's sure just KarenAnderson.net, right? Yep. That's it. KarenAnderson.net. And yep. they can reach you. Perfect. Big hug, my dear. This has been wonderful. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure as always. I really appreciate so much this opportunity to share. And again, we've come to the end of our time. This has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. I'm so happy you could be with us today, everyone. Please never forget that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began, you never will end. And when you really get all the implications of that fact, it changes everything in your life for the better. Next week, our guest will be Peter Hayes. And Peter will be here as part of a very happy Seek Reality tradition. 
Each year we talk about the annual Spiritist Weekend, which is upcoming from the United States Spiritist Federation on Saturday, September 30th, from 9.30 to 6 o'clock in Portland, Oregon. I bet that's out in your neighborhood, actually, Karen, and online. The Spiritists always kindly send us a spokesman to be our guest, and Peter Hayes is working at, at just doing that for us. He's he's the Spiritist Group Love and Light Director in Newark, New Jersey, and he's the current active participant in the Tri-State Spiritist Federation as well. He's kind of a big shot with them. And so he's the one who's going to help us understand what they're talking about this year. And and he's sort of going to just talk to us about about what the Spiritists are up to now. They're an interesting group of people because they're not like the spiritualists who are kind of frozen a hundred years ago. They're really up to the minute. And I think I, this is actually a very interesting, rapidly growing group, not just in Brazil, which is kind of where they're based, but also in the United States as well. He and his wife, uh, through their company, which is called Sem Fronteras Press, I, I'm hoping I'm saying that right, um, they are published, they're a publisher which is based in Brazil, Colombia, and the U.S. And they, they publish children's books and young adult books. And, uh, he's also, he holds an MFA in dramatic writing from New York University. And he works in commercial real estate as well. Cause of course, everyone needs a J job too. Please join us next week. And this is a very, I've talked with him a little bit, and he's a very interesting guy in his own right. And here also about this happy annual Seek Reality event where we promote the Spiritist Organization in the United States. And this week, our friend Karen Anderson has been with us for the fifth time. I love talking with Karen because she and I talk about all kinds of things. We're we're kind of friends outside of this little world of seek reality as well. And her new book, The Pet I Can't Forget, Finding Hope and Healing with Science from the Afterlife, sounds just wonderful for so many people who are so much in love with their beautiful pets. And the, there was I've heard I heard from someone just today who told me he has filled a swimming pool with all the tears he has shed for these pets that have just died in his life and asked me please to send him a medium, uh, someone who could help him talk with his pets. So I'm going to send him the names that, that Karen has just given to me. I'm very excited to be able to help him because, frankly, I don't know very many mediums now who are very much good at doing this. So, And, and Karen says she does have some real names that I can give to people. Karen has been a very popular Seek Reality guest in the past, and I'm glad she's finally willing to help us now that she has his, her sanctuary well established. Um, in this field of communicating with pets, of helping people to to understand whether their pets are still alive and well, frankly, Karen Anderson is the star in this field. And I'm excited to bring her back to you to be able to help you if you lose your pet, as inevitable you will, because so many years ago, who was a friend of mine and, and also worked in this field, said, I just always tell people when you get a puppy, understand that you're buying pain in a fur wrapper. And that is so true. Dogs have especially have such a short life. And now, of course, it's time to once again mention that Seek Reality Online is your one-stop resource for all things afterlife. Just go to SeekReality.com and start to learn for yourself that your own reality actually, truly, is eternal. More than 80% of the people in this world, by survey, recent survey, still don't believe, don't believe that they're going to be, be surviving their own deaths. I can't believe that because the evidence is so overwhelming. I, I just don't even think about it twice. I know I'm going to be driving, well, very soon, once again, he and I are going to be driving on those dirt roads in the state forest to offer all eternity. And frankly, I can't wait. I'm sorry, but I feel so excited about seeing my friend again. Now that I've told you about that dream, it was the most wonderful time that we used to do all those wonderful drives. And we're going to be doing it again. Meanwhile, please learn the ultimate truth for yourself. So you will never, ever be afraid again of dying. Dying is frankly, one of the most wonderful things that's ever going to happen to you. Learn from our dear friend Craig Hogan what's true. He is the worldwide expert on all things afterlife. And of course, you know who the worldwide expert is about on all things eternal life. 
please learn from Jesus at teachingsbyjesus.com. And he is your single resource for all the beautiful divine truths that he's been trying to bring to you for all this time. But of course, as you know, Christianity was hijacked a long time ago for by the Roman Emperor Constantine, who now, fortunately, the Constantine's religion is slowly dying. So Jesus can at last bring you his teachings as he brought them to you 2,000 years ago, unadulterated by anybody else's teachings. Now it really is Jesus's turn. We are trying to do for him what he has asked us to do, which is to bring you teachingsbyjesus.com. Teachingsbyjesus.com is the Lord's own religion-free website. It's made by Jesus in perfect love for you. My own nonfiction books are Liberating Jesus, My Thomas, The Fun of Dying, The Fun of Saying in Touch, The Fun of Growing Forever, The Fun of Living Together, and The Fun of Loving Jesus, Embracing the Christianity that Jesus Taught. For young children, there is The Fun of Meeting Jesus. You can order all these books through bookstores on Amazon.com or on BarnesandNoble.com. The, all the adult books but the last one are available as audiobooks. And if you want to talk about anything... You can always contact me through the green contact block on robertagrimes.com. I answer every email if I have your correct email address. Just give me a couple of weeks because I have so many emails that come in every day. And I try to give a, a really thoughtful answer. So Sometimes it's not a long answer if it doesn't have to be. But it's very sad when those emails bounce. So please make sure I have your correct email address. All of the more than 500 past episodes of Seek Reality over more than 10 years now are available wherever audio podcasts can be found. And you can listen to new audio episodes each week with the Seek Reality app that you can get for free wherever free apps are available. You can also see the new video episodes each week on Roku or Fire Stick. Meanwhile, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy, please make the most of this coming week in our one reality, always knowing that you are a powerful, eternal being, and you, most of all in this entire universe, never forget that you are truly and infinitely loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Roberta blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Join us every week as we explore what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about the one reality we all share. Knowing the truth changes everything. <laughs>